You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Rekla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change hey the world. Hey everyone, it is your Superpower Kid and doggo, Neverly Rekla, and Callie Lee Rekla. Today is a very, very, very special episode. Today, we're going to be talking about how to make an impact for kids. And we have a very special guest on. Her name is Barbara Longe. And we met at Steve Walters Media Summit a little while ago before all this craziness started happening. She lives in Tasmania, Australia, which I think is so awesome. I've always dreamed of going to Australia. <laughs> so she's living out my dream pretty much right now. She sold her wine consulting business of 35 years to find a new way of life, which I think is awesome. And she has a pet project, which she helps rescue dogs find a comfortable and safe forever home. She's pretty awesome. So without further ado, will you help me welcome our guest, Barbara? Hi. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for having Hi. me on, Neva. And nice yeah, to meet you, you Callie. Super nice to meet you. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. So let's jump right into it. What are your superpowers? And this is a question I've always asked, but I think that something I noticed in your bio is change. And that is a huge part about making an impact. So what are your superpowers in that sense of the change and your life? Well, I think you're right. It's my superpower has been being able to make really dramatic changes and especially not listening to what the status quo says I needed to do. You know, yeah. I, I didn't talk about it, but for example, after college, instead of going to work or going to law school, which all of my other friends did, I took um, initially it was going to be a year off and it turned out being seven years off living in France and studying to be a winemaker and then I got married and had two kids there. But it's not doing things just because someone tells you you need to do them. And while yeah. as a, for kids, you still need to listen to your parents, you also <laughs> have to listen to your own gut and, and think of for you what really is going to have an impact for you. So, yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way, but that is has been one of my strongest suits is being able to make big changes and changes in my life that – don't always go with what contemporary society says you should be doing. Yes, that is really true. That is really true. Thank you for sharing that. And also, I get giddy whenever I get to talk about dogs, because obviously I love my dog. So yeah. what are you doing with the project for dogs? What are you doing with the pet project? And so, how can people yeah. support you in it? Yeah, so the pet project is really about helping people who have already chosen to adopt a, a pet that has been abandoned or had abandonment issues or, or didn't have their own forever home. And it's making them feel comfortable in their new home because mm -hmm. sometimes there's almost like PTSD with humans. Dogs still retain some of that memory stress from before they were adopted into their loving home. And so I work with with the owners and the pets to really understand that this is their forever home and that someone will love them and then they can share their love back so much more. That is really awesome. And so my dog, she was a rescue dog. We got her a couple years back in Colorado. Um, I'd been begging my parents for a dog and they found this cute little fuffle. 
who yeah. is a seven pound toy schnauzer. And I've had her around yeah. a couple of times, but she's a rescue dog. See? And she's like my little sister because I have two older siblings. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I get to have my dog as like my lovable uh, companion. And I think that it's awesome because that is a part of your superpowers in that sense yeah. of you get to help dogs trust their humans. And that's something else that we always talk about in our house is my dog, Callie, she always looks up to my mom. Like my mom is her pack leader in that sense. My dad, she gets super giddy whenever she gets to see him and whenever he gives her love and attention. With me, I'm like her sibling. I'm her packed mate. So she treats me like she would treat another dog. (laughs) So we get to have a pretty cool connection in that sense. And she's like a little sister. So going back to like the main point of that, you can have those superpowers in every little thing. And for kids, maybe you like dogs. Maybe you like helping them. Maybe you do something similar to what Barbara's doing. You never know what the possibilities are. So, Barbara, we do have to start wrapping up and getting into break. But where can people go to find out more about you and how can they support you? Awesome. So they can reach me personally on Instagram at B-L-O-N-G-U-E. B-L-O-N-G-U-E and the website for the Dog Rescue Healing is literally that dogrescuehealing.com. And the best way for people to support me is to, if you have a rescue dog, is to take a look at some of the programs that we offer because what it is is basically an energetic way of helping to heal that trauma of that the dog experienced before you adopted them. Because we know you're sharing your love with them, but this just helps them get over all of that initial trauma before you met them and you had a chance to take to share your love with them. So mm-hmm. that's the best way to reach me. That's awesome. Definitely go reach out to Barbara if you have a rescue dog or if you're looking to rescue a dog. And she's awesome. She's not just a dog healer. She is so much more than that. She has so many awesome superpowers. Barbara, thank you so much for talking to me for this first half of the interview. So we'll be right back after the break. We've been talking with Barbara Longe all about how to make an impact for kids. We'll be right back after the break. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Barbara Longe all about how to make an impact for kids. So we talked about a lot of fun things before the break. We talked about your rescue mission for dogs. And something else I got to thinking about is this little dog, like I said, was a rescue. And we've been through a lot together. She 
we call her gumball sometimes because she doesn't have any teeth oh, and no. <laughs> yeah so she had to get all of her teeth removed because she had pancreatitis and yeah. that was something we worked through yeah. and i thank my grandparents every single day because they're the ones who actually ended up like being part of the reason she's still with us but not to dwell on the sad stuff she's here she's happy she's the best dog ever but you can go through a lot with your dogs and i think that says more than what we think like they're just they're just a dog they're just something that we have but like you can have conversations with your dogs you can have a deeper meaning and a deeper connection with them if you work for it I think absolutely. And one of the things that I really love about dogs is that they love unconditionally. You know, we yeah. always ask humans to love unconditionally. And it's hard because sometimes you might have a conflict with a sibling or you're mad at your parents or you have a conflict with your friends. But dogs don't have any conflicts. They just yep. love. They just send so much love right back out. And it helps the humans to open up their hearts even wider. And that's really why I love working with uh, the pets and the dogs and, and helping humans rescue these pets and help them open the hearts even wider. Because it actually, when you're helping the dog, you're actually helping all of humanity because it makes everybody able to share the love even more. You know, and that especially if you're sad. Yeah, and you talk to your dog. The dog, it actually listens. It'll sit there and go, That's oh, yeah. true. <laughs> That's true. And um, I had someone else on my show a while back um, talking about dogs don't necessarily communicate with words. They communicate with pictures. Yeah. And so you imagine, like, sending an image to your dog. So we're very spiritual in the Reckla House, so, of course, that makes complete sense to us. But you send images to them, like, hey, do you want to go for a walk? And sometimes she'll go. And then... She'll go and she'll send me her, like, yes, her answer, yes, or like, no, I'm good. But also, I think with dogs, you're able to, going back to what we're talking about today, make an impact with them. And for example, Callie travels with us. We mm -hmm. almost drive every, to every single business event we go to. So she'll come in the car with us and she'll come to the hotel with us. And She'll hang out with us, and everybody loves her. Everybody likes connecting with her. Everybody likes meeting her. And again, going back to that unconditional love, and then after this, we'll start stop talking about dogs all the time. But I could talk for days. Um, something that I happens in my house—that's <laughs> Sue. Something that happens in my house is I consider this my red mood or my green mood. Okay. My green mood means I'm like somewhat iffy about my mood like just kind of choose wisely with your words with me and red moon means like don't talk to me i need to go to sleep or i need to eat food and then i will be in a happy mood and my happy mood is my blue mood because blue is one of my favorite colors but the thing is that never happens with my dog that she's always the one where i can be in a blue mood with her but be in a green mood with my sister and the reason i color cords code it is because that way I don't have to be like I'm irritable I can just say I'm green or I'm blue and so that's something else with dogs is they'll send you love even when they're persnickety because trust me she has her moods too even when they're persnickety <laughs> they still find some way to be lovey to to you and they, they still do. find some way to be nice to you they do. I think dogs are, are actually natural healers. And as many That's humans true. are, humans forget how to do that natural healing. And dogs never forget. They are automatically a natural healer. And they mm -hmm. automatically know how to tune in to feelings. 
that a lot mm-hmm. of people are, are afraid to dive deep into those feelings because not all feelings are warm and fuzzy. Some feelings are painful, you know, and the dog is really that intuitive healer that helps humans deal with their feelings. Yeah, exactly. Um, one of our friend's dogs, who's one of Callie's best friends, his name Taz, and he's like a certified healing dog. Um, and he's a greyhound. And I've known him since I was two. So he has been in my life longer than this bean has. But he's like one of my best friends. And the reason is, with all the stress and stuff that's been happening in the world, I go over to their house to help with their their um, fostering kittens right now. So I go over to help um, with the kittens. But whenever I go there and I feel stressed, I'll give him a hug and he senses it. He'll stay around with me until he notices that I calm down. Yeah. And yeah, no, they do. Cool exactly. Yeah, exactly. And we have a really cool connection in that sense because sometimes I think that it gives me a little bit of special attention and he gets some <laughs> other people <laughs> because he'll walk with me. He gets excited to see yeah. me and he'll walk around the house with me for mm. 10 to 15 minutes, just walk right next to me. And well, then I, he'll get bored, uh, but he makes sure to give me a hug or a kiss uh, before he goes. So Yeah, he sounds like a very special good. healing dog. And I think yeah. a part of what they do, what, what our dogs do, because I have two dogs, um, and they heal in different ways. Like the one dog is uh, a Kelpie Blue Healer, which is or two mm. different Aussie types of dogs. It looks more like a um, like a Labrador, if you will the short hair, but pretty big. And he's, he will sit by somebody who needs healing and he'll know if I have a bad day, if I come home from work and it's been a tough day, he sits right there and he won't move. Otherwise he goes off to whoever needs, whoever else needs special attention in the house. You know, whereas my little, I have a little fluff ball. That's a miniature Maltese Shih Tzu blend like that, but white Uh, and a little smaller. She's only about five and a half pounds. And she just, yeah, but she just is pure love. She doesn't care. She's not directly healer. She's the open the heart healer because she's mm. always just love and she's always just happy and smiles and wants to wants to jump up and down and kiss you, you know. Yeah. But so they they all heal in in different ways. But so that that dog is is showing you special attention, is saying, "Wow, this is either." Um, bringing you energy or, or helping say, "This is great energy. I want more of that." You know, exactly. they're they're very they can be very sensitive. That's very true. And Callie's actually like a mix of both the types you explained. Like she can sense when you're upset and she'll come to you. But then other times she's just like, I'm here for you if you need me. And then I'll go off and I'll help someone else or I'll go off and I'll go back to the bed. And I think that's something really special about dogs. So going back to like the fun aspect, I think we're at a cool kind of pause. We get to do funny FaceTime. And this is something. And after funny FaceTime, I'll finally let Callie go. But okay. I have a special cape that I'm going to put on her for funny <laughs> FaceTime. And then we get to make our funniest faces That's in ex- three seconds. Excellent. Okay, Callie, you ready to be super dog? Wee! Okay, we get to make our funniest faces. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. In three. Hold on, let me fix your cape. Two, <laughs> one. Mm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that was good, funny FaceTime, Callie. Thanks for persevering. I like seeing Callie in her cape. Yeah, she doesn't like seeing herself in the cape sometimes. So <laughs> she doesn't like the cape. Okay, good girl. Go take Excellent. a nap. Okay, well, funny FaceTime always brings joy. And I think that's another way we can make an impact, bring joy to people. And have Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's really important to bring that joy, especially during this time in 2020. I don't know what it's like there there in Australia for you, but here in Arizona, I get to be on social media. I get to, well, I know that you do too, but I get to be on social media and see everything that's happening. And on a very deeper note, realizing that during this time, especially for kids, it has an impact. Oh, and for sure. no matter what's happening, whether it be just quarantine or whatever else is going on in your area, but it has an impact. And I know for me, we it just hurts my heart to see what's happening for some people. And realizing that and this is one of the biggest parts about making impact is admitting that you don't know everything. Yeah. And for me, I don't know what it's like to be in a position where you're constantly judged. But I can understand what it's like being in quarantine. That is something I can relate to. I can't understand what it's like being in those situations. But realizing you don't know everything. And that's one of the best ways I think you can make an impact is admitting, I don't know what it's like to be you. I don't know what you've been through. But I know that we can work through this part, this next part, together. And it's going to be a ton easier if we work together. Work stronger, not harder. Wait, work. I think that's the sentence. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot the sentence. But like that, work stronger, not harder, even if that's not the proper sentence. How about smarter? How about smarter? That's what it is. Go. <laughs> work smarter, not harder. Work yes. together. Yeah. And yeah. trust me, that will be a reward. And again, going back to the serious note for kids, if you're watching this, like, I get it. It's scary what's going on in the world, not knowing everything, especially hearing it from a third party. Because that's something else about social media is realizing we hear things but it may not be that 100% truth. It could be someone's opinion about what they think is the truth. And at the end of the day, that's all really what social media is. It's everybody's opinions. And you can use it for good. You can use it to share your graceful, higher frequency opinion, but you got to work for that. And you got to show people like, hey, we can do this together and we can make that impact. Even if it's in the tiniest way of saying, hey, I'm here for you. And that's how, in my opinion, we can make a huge impact. So, Barbara, how do you think for kids during this time especially, how do you think they can make an impact, whether it be just starting at their house or starting by saying something or making a video, whatever that is, what advice do you have for kids on how they can start making that impact? You know, I agree with you 100% that it is how we look at social media and it's to me something we all have to learn how to do is to use our discernment because what 
what I've seen, and I've have a little few more years on my on my calendar than you do, is that a lot of children have been influenced by their parents. If their parents believe a certain way, the kids believe a certain way. And so I would ask the kids to already start tapping into their own intuition and saying, is that really true? Even when it's coming from your parents, even if it's coming from social media, people just say, oh, it's there, it must be true, or so-and-so said it, it must be true. And it's learning how to trust your own gut, your own intuition to say, hmm, I, I heard, I, and look at the different options and different types of opinions that are out there before you make your own decision. And learning how to trust your own gut versus just repeating what somebody else said. That but we've is seen really some, true. yeah, we've seen so many amazing examples of how many kids have been able to make an impact. in In Australia, it started here with um, students who started boycotting for the environment. They started boycotting school. And they had huge months, numbers of kids saying, "We're protesting. We want changes in the environment." And we've seen um, people all over Europe protesting and saying, "How do we bring about even more change to the environment?" So, whatever you're passionate about, whether you start in your own home, just learning how to trust your own opinion. And sometimes you can't go against what your parents are saying if they have very strict ways that they're doing it. For your own safety, you've got to be careful. But learning how to express that, and it might be on social media, or it might be just sharing it with your friends, some of your real deep personal thoughts about what's happening and trying to come to an understanding of how you feel about it. Because that is a big thing to discuss right now, because it is very troublesome what's happened in the world in the last few months uh, on mm -hmm. every level, and particularly right now. So it's that learning how to how to handle that outside stress and how you can manage that outside stress for your own inside um, health and well-being. Yeah, that's a really, really important message. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and I think that it is really important to, especially for kids, like you said, even if it's coming from your parents, Think about what does this mean for me? And I always go to talk to your leader. So for someone that may be God, for someone else that may be Buddha, for someone else that just may be the divine or the spirit. For me, it's all of it. But go to your leader. Or even if it's going to someone that you just trust talking to. If you're not into all the spiritual spirituality and Christian stuff, you probably aren't listening to my podcast. But go to someone that you trust go to your best friend go to someone you know no matter what will be like a dog to you and will give you that unconditional love yeah and whether that be your sibling a super close cousin a best friend or someone within one of your communities whatever that is just go and say hey can we talk? Like, I need that support right now just to express like what I think. And that can start a great conversation. Who knows what that impact will make for them. And also you can build great relationships by simply talking about what's going on in the world in a high frequency place. Yeah. So think about that. 
Yeah, I think that's an awesome idea. And I think especially once somebody is able to start verbalizing what they're feeling and what they're expressing, all of a sudden it makes more sense. Because when you have to even just pull a sentence together and say, oh, this is what I'm feeling, it's already part of the healing and clearing process, mm -hmm. you know, to say, this is scary or I don't know what's happening here, you know. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. Um, yeah. So one, thank you for sharing your advice. And two, just feel like comfortable getting outside of your comfort zone. And during this time, I think everybody has to do that, you know, but feel comfortable getting outside of what you normally do and see what that feels like, you know, and you never know what's going to happen. Stepping outside of your comfort zone, even if it's for the tiniest little second, or even if it's the tiniest little inch, just go for it and see what happens. And I love that you were talking about how to find the joy in what's happening, because as crazy as there might be things that seem to be so bad, there is always a silver lining. And we might not know what that is at this moment yet, but believe me and trust in knowing that there is definitely a silver lining and that it is going to be a better place. And each and every one of the kids listening here can help make this entire world a better place. And the first part of the better place to find is the better place inside yourself and then and yeah. to relax and to be able to breathe into that space. Yeah, that is very very true thank you so much barbara and we do sadly have to start wrapping up but before we start wrapping up we have to do super neva questions All so right. what's gonna happen is we are going to rapid fire questions for each other so if you want to start ask me the craziest question you could think and i will answer as fast and as honest as i can you want me to okay. start if you want to if not i'm happy to start all right i'm gonna start okay Ooh, so what gosh. yeah what is the craziest animal you have ever adopted <laughs> i've only adopted a dog so a dog um but I did grow up on a ranch um until I was about two so like a goat okay. I'll just say goat yeah that's okay. that's about it I don't really right. like we don't keep exotic animals because also it's not necessarily allowed here in Arizona but I'll just say a, a goat okay yeah okay now for your question What's the craziest animal you've ever adopted? Uh, it's actually a peacock. And uh, it just flew into our place one day. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was just, and now we got a male for the female. It was a female who landed. And uh, then a male, we bought a male for her. And now we have, we had seven last week because they made babies. And now we gave two away, so we're down to five peacocks. But I was like, what? What's a peacock? Oh just flew into our, <laughs> flew into the property. Oh, my gosh. If you have pictures of baby peacocks, you have to send me like a Oh, absolutely. I've got some little videos. I'll send them to you. They're oh, very, very awesome. cute. They're very that's cute. Awesome. Awesome. 
All right, now it's your turn. So what is the most exotic place you would like to go to? Oh, okay. Like, I haven't gone there already. Like, I want to go. That you want to go to. Okay. I'll just say Hawaii or Australia. So Hawaii because of gorgeous. Um, and also because I love dolphins and I love marine life. And I feel like if you're going to explore the marine life, that is where you go. Um, so Hawaii, definitely. And Australia, because I love koalas. And my dream is to hold a baby koala. And here in Arizona, I cannot have koalas. <laughs> my dream is to see one and to yep. hold one and to touch one. So, and if I have to live in Australia for a little bit so I can hold and adopt a baby koala, if that's allowed, <laughs> I will do it. So that is my dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, in Tasmania, we have so much wildlife here. We don't have koalas because they live in a certain zone, but we have all kinds of other crazy looking wildlife things that you would love. So I That's can't awesome. wait to, I'd love to invite you to come and visit here in Tasmania and come yeah, see yeah. our vortex. We actually have a vortex. I forgot to tell you this. We have a vortex on our property. It's a that's giant so cool. Giant yeah, vortex. that's awesome. Yeah, I love yeah. traveling. And I love animals. And I love crazy animals. So that would be pretty awesome. All right, now. Ooh, this is a tough. <laughs> it's tough coming up with questions. And I'm an interview. And I'm a podcaster. I should be able to come up with quick questions. Um, what is the weirdest thing that you have for cuisine in Australia? Mm. Um, I, I'm going to say it's some of the shellfish here that because it's, we're an Island surrounded by mm. beautiful deep water, you know, like Antarctica is just over the other side down there. Right. So it's cold, deep, fresh water. And they've got um, some abalone that is, they're these giant looking things that, I just hate the taste of them. <laughs> Everyone's like, what is that? It's the most expensive, exotic fishing thing. And it, they have to dive deep down to go get it. And they have to, oh, it's just, but it, I hate the taste. I'm like, oh my God. And it's very, very expensive, but it's just terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's I can't awesome. Stand it. <laughs> that's awesome. Is it like slimy or is it just like a fish? Yeah, they're like, no, they're like oysters. It's in a shell. So it would be like between oysters and scallops. But if you had, oh. to me, it tastes like rotten scallops, which is not attractive. Oh, but that's not. very, very expensive. <laughs> it's a huge delicacy. Primarily, in, they send them mostly to Japan. And, um, oh, that's weird. Yeah, I, yeah I don't know. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I like oysters, though. So I may like it. Who knows? I'll just have to come to Australia to try it. Yeah, I think so. Actually, they're starting a lot of the fishing shows. You know how they have, um, what was it called? The, the, they're starting fishing shows where they show them how hard it is to go diving and to go get the abalone. Yeah. And they fight to go, who can get the most prized abalone shells oh and gosh. things. But yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So are you ready for one last question? We have one time for one more last question. Yeah. Okay. So what's the craziest meditation experience you've ever had 
Oh my gosh, I know the answer to this, and I, I knew that this was going to come in handy. Okay, Good. so I'm going to paint a picture for you. Yeah. This was my first year at Burning Man in 2017. Wait, three years ago was 20. Yeah, in 2017. And we were exploring the playa, and we come across this shaman death ceremony. And so naturally, I freak out. And I was seven and a half at the time. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not ready for this. And the thing is, I'll just explain the experience for you. So I was, the, I was the first kid to join the ceremony. And so yeah. and they're, and I sat down and they're like walking us through this meditation. And the guy comes by. I was like, Ish. I was sitting next to my dad. and. He was like, wow, is she actually going to do it? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, brave girl. And I look up at him and I go, what? Brave? brave? <laughs> I have to be brave? I have to be brave if I'm not ready for this. And then you have to walk in a circle with your mask because you have to like wear a dust mask, like a banana over your eyes so you're walking blindly in a circle and they're guiding you and you just keep on walking in a circle <laughs> and eventually they tell you to lay down and then they're like okay prepare to become a new human and re be reborn into your new life wow. and i start crying <laughs> and i'm there i'm laying down and I'm curled up as close to my dad as I can be. I'm thinking they're going to like, take a sword to my chest or something. And I go, Dad, I don't want to die. And I'm crying <laughs> the entire time. And I'm thinking to myself, and I'm screaming at my dad, Dad, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. And then I like open my blinds, my blindfold a little bit. I'm like, why is everybody laying down? And why are these people spitting rum on us? Because they literally spit rum on us. And, oh. then, and then this guy is like this woman is like don't worry this will be a better experience if you keep your eyes closed like, <laughs> and everybody was so nice though and i felt so bad for crying but i was so scared and then an hour later like literally we were lying on the ground for an hour I finally fell asleep because I think I got so tired from crying. And then, and then they, or they did some like weird voodoo stuff to make us fall asleep. But then they like, they grabbed your hand and they're like, wake up, you're reborn. And I'm looking at my skin and I'm like, am I the same person? And I'm like examining each tiny freckle on my hand to make sure I didn't change. And I'm like examining like, what happened to me? And then they like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what just happened to me? And then we do like this huge group hug. And of course, I'm the only child there. And so everybody is much taller than me. And they do a very <laughs> tight, <laughs> enclosed group <laughs> hug. And I get suctioned into everybody. And I'm just like gasping up for air because everybody's like six feet tall and i'm like <gasps> <laughs> but that was the weirdest ever well, spiritual experience i've had and i really want to go back and like do it again but 
it was the scariest like i seriously <laughs> thought i was gonna die and i seriously thought that these people i was like it's burning man it's probably happened before <laughs> but it was so weird and everybody was so nice and the shaman actually ended up coming and like hugging me because they were so proud of the fact that I survived through it. Like I actually I, did. I am too, just hearing the story. I'm so proud of you for surviving that. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of myself, but like, it probably wasn't that huge of a deal, but the fact that they used the word death, and like, they were like, close your eyes, just like come into the light. And I'm like, I don't want to come into the light. Yeah, I'm seven. <laughs> but that's the weirdest experience I've ever had. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> crazy, yeah. So we have room for one more last question for you. And yeah. okay, so if you don't have an answer to this, I have a backup question. So Okay, all right. What's the weirdest spiritual ritual or meditation you've ever had? <laughs> um, I, I will tell you what uh, happened to me is the, the weirdest meditation was actually after I had a head injury. So I had fractured my skull. This was actually two years ago. And for almost a month, I was in a completely altered reality, a complete different dimension. And I actually had great difficulty speaking in general because it was a head injury, right? And I could mostly only speak in French. And I'm not, it's not my first language. I do speak French, but for like a month, I could only speak French and I had to translate it back everything back into English because I was still in this other complete other dimension. It was just crazy. So the only reason I call it part of the meditation is because I, when I wasn't trying to speak, I was in the most gorgeous, sublime, beautiful love at the zero point of gravity space. And it was just so incredibly awesome. You just, it couldn't be encapsulated into human form. It was just so absolutely amazing until I tried yeah. to speak. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. That reminds me, um, the other day I it was like a couple of weeks ago, I'm getting my days, months and years mixed up in quarantine, but there's a wasp drowning in our pool and I, was, and I couldn't get to the skimmer in time cause it'd been in the water a while. So I picked it up with my hand and then it stung me. And the entire of the day, I like couldn't speak, and like I look at the wall. I was like, "Why is it spinning?" And then I literally had to chill on the couch the entire day. But I was like, "What's happening to me?" And then I would just like randomly fall asleep because I was so tired. Yeah. And like I, I was so weirded out. I was like, "What's?" <laughs> and my voice changed too. Like I started talking like I was exhausted. I was like, what's happening? And then I would just ask random questions. Like I was sleep talking. <laughs> so I got to So too. funny. That's very uh, funny. Yeah. So that also ties into how you can make an impact is have fun experiences. Try something new. Maybe it's not going to a shaman death ceremony. Maybe it's not getting a head injury. <laughs> Who knows? But make that impact. And for my weekly challenge, I like doing these and I haven't done an episode in a while, so it's going to be a good weekly challenge. Parents and kids, I want you to focus on how you can make, start making an impact as a family. 
Mm. How you can start showing up in ways you haven't before. And during this time, find out how you can help communities, how you can help people in your neighborhood, how you can just help make that impact. Whatever it's doing, if you go to church, maybe your church needs extra volunteers. Our church is starting to regather soon. So, and I'm a volunteer for, on two occasions, I volunteer for kids and I'm on worship. So they need me right now. Well, they don't need me, but they need volunteers and they need support. So find out how you can do that support and find out how you can help others in a deeper, awesome way. So thank you so much for joining me today, Barbara. Will you please remind our listeners where they can go to find out more about you? So they can find me on Instagram at B-L-O-N-G-U-E. And they can find me at dogrescuehealing.com. So thank you, Neva. It's been awesome to, to connect again. Thank you so much. And it's been awesome to talk with you again. Again, definitely go check her out. Find out how you can support Barbara and find out how she can support you. If you're looking into rescuing a dog or if you already have a rescue dog, maybe her programs can assist you. And also, if you want to have a fun conversation with me, if you're on Instagram, that is the best way to get a hold of me. I'm on at neeblyreckla.com. Neeblyreckla is my handle, not neeblyreckla.com. But reach out to me. DM me if you have questions, if you want to come on my podcast, whatever. If you just want to have a cool conversation, reach out. And again, parents, I have superpowerkidsclub.com and it's a club for you and your kids how you can embrace your superpowers as a family so during this time if you want that extra support definitely go check that out and again thank you so much barbara you are so 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 awesome we've had an amazing conversation with barbara longay all about how to make an impact for kids bye everyone remember that we all have superpowers and we can change the world through making an impact. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. Today.